0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the Linwoods Gospel Entertainment Podcast, where we talk to inspire. Please like, comment, follow, subscribe, and you can download for free. (laughs) That way you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. My guest today is gospel recording artist, pastor, educator, songwriter, husband, father, and most importantly... Child of God, Pastor Henry Brown, a.k.a. just Pastor Henry from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He has a new single out titled Build Me Up. Pastor Henry has been our guest before, so he is a returning guest, and we appreciate him so much. Pastor Henry, welcome back, and thanks for coming on today.
1: Thank you. Well, I am excited to be on today. Thank you for asking me to
0: call. Oh, you're welcome. Last time we talked, it was in the height in it of the, the the pandemic and we were talking about, how you were pivoting and doing your church service, and then also the fact that you're an educator uh, at a school. all of, For all of those things, you had to pivot and juggle. So how are you doing now?
1: Well, I'm doing great. You know, things are coming back together, but now um, in the state of Florida, I don't know if it's anywhere else, but now, you know, the, the COVID is, um, it, is increasing. And so it seems like we're trying to go back to now, but, you know, the kids wearing masks, of course, our governor, you know, he refused to allow that to happen mm-hmm. but uh, it seems like a more people are now you know want to wear a mask you know now because the the numbers are increasing we have a lot of kids now with the covid a lot of people in the church catching it so you know we have to be mindful that it is still out there
0: so it's uh it didn't go anywhere it just kind of hid under the radar for just a little bit but uh, we have to be mindful
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so let's let's talk a little bit about your music, for folks that don't know or didn't hear our, our last talk, you actually, and your start in music, you're a church kid. You're a pastor's kid. So you started, I understand, at five years old in the church, in your daddy's church?
1: I started five years. I was five years old. And, you know, when you um, the, when your father just started out in ministry, you know, the kids are forced to do everything. So you have to afford, you be forced to play the drums, forced to clean up. <laughs> You know, and so, um, you know, they had me the mic and I I said, wow, you know, I enjoy doing this part of, you know, the church. And um, so I just continued to sing, you know, um, with the children's choir and then with the the youth choir, with the adult choir. And then I had an interest in playing instruments. So I started playing the, um, the piano and the organ. In the ministry and uh, was elevated to uh, the uh, ministry of music and then i went on to college and um Aubrey state university and i joined the choir then just continued my love you know for gospel music that's that's my roots
0: that's your roots gospel music but i find it interesting then than the era that you came up in you know contemporary was a big thing as well and now there is a large leaning towards the contemporary side of things, but you, you said, uh-uh, you're gonna stay with, with your, with your roots. Is that right?
1: absolutely absolutely you know i i love all genres of music i love contemporary music but what really moves me um is, is the traditional um the, the traditional music the traditional sound you know i grew up with that i grew up in a church where you know we had the tamarines we had the um you know the, the we didn't really have a drum set we just had the snare and the bass
0: mm-hmm. and, and
1: had a drum set and you know we had the, the the scrub board i don't know if anybody remember
0: that some of them, <laughs> (laughs) Really? (laughs) You had a scrub board pastor.
1: Yes, let me tell you. And so we didn't have a praise team, but we had what they call testimony service. And that's when those mothers would get up and, you know, they will sing their song and it really was based on whatever they were going through at the time. And then they backed it up with a testimony. You know, how God brought them out and how good God is. So that's what I was brought up, you know, know, that type of uh, ministry. And so, and that's always been deep down inside, so the the song, you know, Build Me Up, is really one of the mothers, uh, Mother Canyon, she's still living now, I remember her as a child, we would be in in service, and she would get up, and she would sing this song, but when she got up, you can tell she was going through something, because she sung it with power, you know, Mm -hmm. and then that day, when we were growing up, you know, you didn't have to sing the thing, you know what I'm saying, you just make a joyful noise, and, and the anointing is behind it, and she would get up and sing this song, and I'm telling you, it would just set the whole church on fire but not only that it was a song that stayed with me throughout my life because the meaning of the song meaning of the song is you know say strengthen me where i'm weak Mm -hmm. and build me where i'm torn down and so in my life i have experienced oh my god so many times i've been weak you know and so many times i have been torn down and i have to say lord i need you now to strengthen me where i'm weak and to build me up where i'm torn down
0: Yes, and we do need, we really do need more songs like that, uh, especially during these tough times. Because when you're going through, you notice that we go and we dig back, we go back and dig a little deeper into something traditional when we are really, really going through something. Isn't that, isn't that interesting?
1: yes yes it is i mean you know um once you you know hear a traditional song it's either you know really even some of the old hymns you -hmm. know it's something it just gets it gets in your spirit you know and it just changed the whole atmosphere you know in your room and in your life when you listen to those old traditional songs you know and so this is one that you know um You know, I I pray that it reach those who are feeling low and feeling down. And not only that, they will be able to feel the the anointing and the power of God through the song as well.
0: And so what do you think about, you're you're talking about, we're talking about traditional gospel music. What do you think about some of the um, more contemporary sounds today and also with you as a pastor uh, with with contemporary sounds versus traditional sounds but and the praise and worship thing in churches there has been from what I have observed not as not as many choirs that they, they haven't used choirs as much as they have in the past do, do you see that as well or is that happening in your church where you have more praise and worship teams as opposed to the full choirs
1: uh-huh so after the pan- pandemic is when we went all i think most churches really just had to go to the, the, you know the uh, praise team because those who were in the choir you know of course they stopped coming during the pandemic and then of course you know um uh, the people of god or the churches they're not coming back they're watching it on you know, live mm-hmm. instead of coming back. You know, now, you know, the stadiums are full, but our <laughs> churches are still, you know, scared to go, you know, to attend. And so that's why I think we see a decrease in, in choirs, you know, and now with just sticking with the praise team because some of them, they don't want to really come back to the, the choir or they, you know, prefer just watching it at home.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Then, what they doing what is it? Bedside Baptist service. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but where they want to go? You know, and um, you know, and we are people of God, and we scared to go to the house of God. You know, and um, and so I do see a a change um, with, with the with the choirs now into praise teams.
0: And do you think that we will ever get back to f- full capacities at at churches with the service?
1: No, we will never get to the full capacity. Um, I don't feel that we'll get to the co- full capacity because COVID still exists,
0: you know. For one, and um, and then for two, you know, the Bible says that there will be a great falling
1: away, you know. And we see that there is a great falling away. I didn't think that I never thought that COVID would come and something like this would happen to, to bring that falling away. But that's where we see the falling away, and it's especially in the church. I don't think that we're gonna ever get to that full capacity now you know, um, most ministry, especially my ministry, we're really going more toward the, you know, the, um, the social media and live. And uh, because that's where the majority of the people are right now, you know. And so that's where the focus is to that, you know, the social media and the, and the Facebook live and the YouTube. Um, but the only thing that's going to bring us back to the house of God is going to have to be, unfortunately, you know, a, another tragedy. And, and, and that we... You know, according to
0: the word of God, you know, things are going to happen because we are living in the last days. Mm, mm, mm. And uh, yes, yes, we are. And also with the churches, too. I've talked to pastors before and they were saying that, well, with some churches, you know, they actually did better financially with, uh, with offerings during the pandemic yep. than they did uh, outside of because folks would, you know, they would give online. Did you experience that?
1: Absolutely. I think that I would have been one of those churches that probably would not have survived if it had not been for um, the online audience, you know, the online members, because now we have online members. And yes, and we have members now from Jamaica and you know, Africa and just all different places now that, you know, that watch religiously, you know, our services. And so we would not have survived if it. it had not been for the um, online. And then the plus, you know, we had a lot of the members who were afraid of the COVID and coming back. They were online watching, so they gave online as well.
0: Oh, that is, that is amazing how the whole E-Church just, just boomed, you know during yes. during the pandemic. now, if you're 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 passionate about your gospel and uh, and then you're passionate about education. if you weren't doing all these things, Pastor Henry, what else would you be doing?
1: Oh, my God, what things cause I'm doing everything. <laughs> what else could you do? I, I, I love what I do. I mean, I love um you know ministry, and I have a passion for young people you know I am an administrator of an alternative school here in South Florida and this school is for kids who are considered at risk and so all the other traditional schools you know they, um, they were unable to handle them because of their challenging behaviors and so they've sent them to me and um, and so I can relate to the kids you know being a uh, preacher's kid I'm sure everyone has heard that uh, preachers kids are the worst kids well I made that to be factual
0: okay
1: I made that to be factual growing up um, here in, um, in the Broward county school system I had an elementary school teacher to tell me that I would end up dead or in jail
0: hmm. you know
1: so I can relate to these kids when people tell you that, you know, it's like, well, what, what do I need to look forward to? You know, because, you know, she already just, you know, my self-esteem is already just shot, even at, a, at the elementary age, you know? And um, so working with these kids, you know, I'm able to instill in them, you know, um, some inspiration and, you know, and to look at me and to tell my story because many of them cannot read. I mean, I even have like sixth graders who reading on a kindergarten or pre-K level. And so I, I shared my story with them when I graduated from um, high school that I could not pass the reading test. I had to take it several times and how my college, uh, my, my um, guidance counselor told me that I should not even think about going to college because of my reading scores that I should attend a technical um, school, which nothing wrong with technical school. But, you know, I just encouraged them, you know, look at me, you know, I made it because I made it on that scripture that says that I can do all things
0: through Christ that strengthens me amen so folks y'all y'all hear that uh, I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me and also parents you need to work together with the teachers and administration administrators at your schools as a team to help build your kids up so that they can get the best education possible and as pastor Henry also says with his music you know go to the Lord and to ask the Lord to build me up Yes, <laughs> build me
1: up, strengthen me where I'm weak and, and, and build me up where I have been torn down. And, you know, I have been through a lot. You know, I had a, um, a heart attack a couple years ago, a couple of months after that, six mm. months after that, another six months after that, they put another stint in. And um, a year after that, I had a double bypass surgery. And um, in March, I had another stent put in, just got out of the hospital uh, last week. But look, God is good because when I went in the doctor said that the blockage that was there there's nothing they can do about it there's no need of them doing another procedure you know just you can't have to live with it but how many of you know that prayer works and so mm-hmm. I prayed and the doctor walked in the next day he had me take several tests and he walked in and said everything is fine we don't see anything you can go home
0: Oh, say, look look what God did.
1: Look at God, and and I just thank God because he continued to strengthen me you know, where I am weak and build me up where I'm torn down, and you know September is set aside as Suicide Prevention Month, and so you know, this song, also I wanted just to go out to those who even thinking about it, because you know some people, you know, would say uh, and I'm very transparent, but some would not say that I've never thought about committing suicide I've never thought about killing myself well, you know, I have to say, there have been times when i i wanted to do it you know mm-hmm. because the trials of life you know the troubles the struggles oh,
0: and, you know
1: just dealing with folks period will almost make you try to either kill
0: yourself or kill them <laughs> yes pastor they will they will they will get you there sometimes they'll get you there and mm-hmm. i just think You know, and, and, you know, I tell
1: people that, you know what, it's okay to say that you're not okay. You know, that's important because when you hold stuff in and you build it up, you know, it's a possibility that that you're going to fulfill whatever the enemy is trying to tell you to do. You know, so it's best to tell someone so they can be able to help you, pray your way through, you know, seek some help for you to get you out of whatever situation the devil may have you in at that time so that you will not. You
0: know, commit suicide. Amen. Amen to that. So seek help uh, when you need it, people. So, Pastor Henry, thank you so much for talking to me today and sharing your testimony. Really, really do appreciate it. And folks, make sure that you go and check out Pastor Henry's music. The single is Build Me Up. And you want to tell us, Pastor, where they can find the music and then how can they connect with you on the socials?
1: Well, yes, definitely. I want you to go and download Build Me Up featuring um, Evangelist. Beverly Crawford my dear friend you go and we I'm on all social media outlets um, you can reach me on Facebook Pastor Henry Brown Instagram Pastor Henry Brown also um, you can reach me on I think it's uh, TikTok TikTok it's ego, yeah TikTok Eagle Minded 3 and I'm also on um, I think it's X now not Twitter but it is X, it, it's
0: X. Oh, you know what? You know, Pastor. I forgot to ask you just before you jet out of here. Uh, so, what was it like working with Beverly Crawford, and how did you connect with her? You said she's your dear friend.
1: Oh yes, yes, uh, Beverly Crawford. You know, I just thank God for Beverly Crawford. When I met Beverly Crawford about three years ago, you know how you meet people, and you're like, "We should." I think we family more than just friends, you know, mm-hmm. and so. We just had a connection. Of, she had a connection with my parents and my, all of my siblings, and we just, and her husband. We all just fell in love like we just family. And so, you know, we stayed in contact all the time. She visit my parents in Georgia and go fishing with my dad. You know, out in the woods, and you know. And so, when the Lord gave me this song, He said, "You know what, gonna be asking, you know, my friend, you want to be a." I said, because you know, we have a lot in common, you know, she loves traditional music, she's traditional, she grew up in the traditional uh, Pentecostal, you know, church, and, and, and so she liked to dance
0: and give God praise, and I do too, you know, yeah. and um, I t- I said, but well, we can't both
1: shout at the same time on the stage because I can't <laughs> hope we can't uh, take turns, you know. And um, so she said, You, you sure? You know, that's, that's my type of music, you know. I, I, I don't mind. I love it. I love it, you know. And so when the first time she heard the complete project, she said, Why did you tell me I, I was about to get out of the car while the light buddy was driving the car, you know? And um, she said, Oh my gosh, she feels amazing. So I just thank God for that, you know, such a, a legend, you know, a Stella Award winner, Grammy Award winner, you know to be a part of, of this project
0: amen that is truly truly a blessing and folks you can find build me up out there uh, in the digital space wherever music is sold and you can also stream it out there and you can find pastor henry as pastor henry on social media thank you so much pastor for taking the time out of your day and pulling you away from the cheering as my grandmother would say oh
1: <laughs> Thank you. I always always a pleasure to be on on the Lynn Woods Gospel
0: Entertainment Podcast. Thank you, thank you, dear, and God bless. And audience, I want to thank you as well for joining us for yet another episode of the Linwoods Gospel Entertainment Podcast. By the way, this episode is brought to you by See Me, Not My Color, another Kenny Can Life Lesson story that you would want to be sure get this book to share with your children. It talks to children in their language about a situation in which a group of kids dealt with racism at the park. Be sure to get it. It is by moi. It is by me, written by Lynn Woods. You can get it at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or just go online and do a search for See Me, Not My Color, another Kenny Can life lesson story. I would really, really, really appreciate that. Now back to the show. Make sure that you subscribe to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Podcast right now. That way, you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. Now, if you'd like to reach me, you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter, which is now called X, <laughs> at Lynn Woods, L-I-N-W-O-O-D-S, or Instagram, or TikTok, at Lynn Woods. 96. That's L I N W O O D S 96. Or you can find me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Lynn woods until next time i am lynn woods and pastor henry brown is going to take us on out with some foot stomping hand clapping good old traditional gospel music the single you can find it out there where digital digitally where music is sold here is build me up by pastor henry brown featuring beverly crawford on the lynn woods gospel entertainment podcast where we talk to inspire god bless you